Hey, we're back with the Dr. Z show. Hi. So, fun fact, uh, we're one of my friends uh, that works at the LGS is doing her 12-hour 21st birthday live stream. And so, Jacob and I are playing, what's the game? Racketeering? I want to see if uh-huh. I can screen share on the recording. Yeah, I'm going to turn the volume for it all the way down. So that yeah, that would be appreciated. So that we don't have double volume. Uh, okay. Ah, yeah. There's so many. Chat and the other thing. Yeah, and I'm gonna mute or like get rid of you. She has cookies. She has also a lot of people in her apartment. Bunch of our friends that we play magic with are there. Um, she looks like one of my coworkers. It's kind Is of... she one of your coworkers? No, because yeah. that coworker just had a baby. She could have just had a baby. You don't know. You don't know about her life, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. My coworker like had a baby, dyed her hair, and moved to, and like has been living a double life in Northern Virginia. In Northern Virginia and in uh, in Provo. Let me see if yep. I can actually get this to reach my my. No, I can't reach my. Uh... I can't. I can't pull the microphone cord away far enough to reach my um. To reach my fridge to get my drink. But I can reach the one that's on the table because I just have drinks everywhere across my apartment. That's what's been happening to me and Abby. We've been, we'll be drinking, well, because the water is, the tap water here is really terrible. Uh, and just lots of like extra gross minerals in it and stuff. Extra so gross been, minerals. Yeah, so we've been drinking bottled water because we're terrible and destroying the environment. Um, but also because the water Fair. tastes bad. Uh, Fair. And, we end up with just like w- bottles of water just like scattered around the apartment that are like half full. <laughs> They're like, ah, oh, we gotta finish these. All right, so uh, this is our friend Vigilante. Follow her on Twitch at twitch.tv/vigilante. Our shout out is a bit. This is our bit. Is us playing bracketeering. I don't even, I've actually never played this game. I've played a lot of Jackbox games, but this is one that I've never played. Uh, for reference, Jacob is Gur, and I am Dat, as in Dat Boy. <laughs> nice. Well, because last game, my name was Tony, and that was, that gave away things. Yeah. I could I could sign on to the Twitch chat, but I don't know I don't know that I want to. I mean I guess it's up to you, like kind of entirely. It, it's never been I've honestly never been on a Twitch chat before, and so I just don't just don't care. Wow, harsh, harsh. And don't worry, we're not doing this the entire uh, the entire show this week. We will uh we will be talking about board game cafes. Yep. And the like. Oh, so you guys might remember our friend Brenna that was on the show a few times. I was talking to her about the new deck that I'm building, Jacob. Uh-huh. And she says it's a furries deck. Because all of the humans turn into That's a werewolves. And so they're all humans that are dressed up as awesome grandma names. I'm what? 
I'm big. I'm a bit confused. How do I participate? Best nickname for CPR. Oh, okay. So you like vote for you, you like submit one. Submit one, and then you like vote. Oh, like you know what I'm gonna pick. Like you already know which one's mine. Mine's mine is in. I'm in there <laughs> like swimwear. <laughs> I I really hope mine gets vote. I I really want to see. I'm, me. I really don't want to see yours. I'm like afraid of what it's gonna be. <laughs> so does everyone vote on the same names? At Which first? ones did you vote on? I voted on DJ Beat and Mouth to Mouthy. No. I voted on different ones. No. Oh, Over there's also six people, so it could tie. Oh, you like gotta tap it to win. I didn't realize that was how it worked. No! All of them can tie. Was yours mouth to mouthy? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I definitely thought yours was DJ Beat. That's why I voted for it. Mouth <laughs> mouthy. Yeah, mouth to mouthy. The uh... <laughs> Well now mine can win. We gotta work together to get mine to win. Zach Efron and Limp Larry. It's your Zach Efron? No. Yours is Limp Larry? No. Mine's neither of these. We haven't voted on mine yet. Oh shoot! It's it's overtime all the time. Well, yeah, because there's six people. You'll know you'll know when mine comes up. You'll know which one is mine. Oh, Limp Larry! Dang it! I am I'm bad at this. I have lost every time. You're bad at you're bad at tapping. I'm not good. You're not good at clicking the screen? That's Dan in the background, doing some weird <laughs> shit. Corpsey bouncy. <laughs> what the? What the hell? What are these names? <laughs> Definitely corpsey bouncy. <laughs> nah. Oh, okay. But he didn't vote. I have picked the. I have accurately predicted the loser every time. All right, mine's coming up. <laughs> yeah, Dad boy. Overwhelming uh, support. Overwhelming support. You know, Dad Boy is gonna win. I predict Dad Boy will win. Oh, I didn't realize we were predicting again. Whoops. Yeah, because it's the. I thought I was like, just voting. Round. But I did. I did pick Dad Boy. This is probably the weirdest bit we'll ever have on the show. 
a bit that involves other people temporarily. Yeah. I betrayed DJ Beat because I thought that one was yours and it wasn't. It's going to be Limp Player versus Dap Boy. Oh no! It refreshed the stream. That was terrible. Oh no, ads! Ads are bad. Stupid ads. I can't see what's happening! I can't see what's happening! Dat Boy won. Yeah! Okay, I'm back. Dat Boy is the best. We all got 500 good jolt. Good jolt? Is that is is it actually called that or is it called gold? And you're it's just saying like it weird. I wanted to say it weird, like that boy. It's it's all about that boy. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that boy. Wow, five votes, six votes for that boy. What up, it's that boy. Well, you did it. I did you it. Teamwork makes the dream work. Scores me a bazillion points. Jeez Louise. Holy crap. Get wrecked. Wow. 2,200 points. Time for a blind bracket. What's, what's well, even this game? Name any celebrity. Dab boy. That boy's a celebrity. Name any celebrity. Um, Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. So Claire insisted that I watch that video after we watched the last show. And yeah. I had actually seen it before. Oh, okay. okay. But I forgot that it existed because it's fucking stupid. It's not stupid. It's so stupid. It's amazing. Best voice to always hear in your head as your inner thoughts. I put that boy. It's that boy. I had to vote for my own because yeah, my predictions were dad boy or Selena Gomez. I don't want to hear Selena Gomez in my head. Chris Pratt. Yeah, no. Oh no, you gotta vote John Philip Sousa. <laughs> you picked John Philip Sousa, didn't you? Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one I submitted. <laughs> Name any celebrity. John Philip Sousa. <laughs> okay. That's very you, Jacob. Dang it. Sorry. You should have told me. I would have voted for it. Would have lost, but I would have voted for it. Mike Myers or Will Ferrell? Neither. I'm not even going to vote. Uh, I'd pick Will Ferrell. Neither. Over Mike Myers, for sure. Both of their voices are annoying. Like... I, I feel like Will Ferrell's is, I I feel like his is an affectation for a lot of his characters, so I do kind of wonder what he sounds like normally. Oh, like actually? Yeah, when he's not like. Uh, he has. That boy is beating Selena Gomez. He has weird. His weird pauses. I can't hmm. believe. That boy, beast, it's only to go. <laughs> this is the worst. Oh no, Morgan Freeman's gonna win. Yeah. 
Yep. Got crushed. Yeah. Morgan Freeman's going to win. Like, he's going to beat that boy. Does that boy even have a voice? No. <laughs> Everything's just in, like, a Morse code of, like, what up? I'm going to lose to Morgan Freeman. To be honest, like, if I was going to lose to anyone, I accept that I will lose to Morgan Freeman. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want to listen to Will Ferrell. But this is the voice you're hearing in your head as your inner thoughts. So, like, you're, like, when you think things. This reminds me of the, you get $10 million, but, but, uh, Morgan Freeman, or not Morgan Freeman, but, um, you get $10 million, but Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you get $10 million, but Samuel L. Jackson says, motherfucker, every time... Uh, you spend money for the rest you of your spend life. Money forever. Yeah. So does it, does it matter if... Do it doesn't matter if yours wins. It matters if you predict correctly? It matters more if you predict correctly. Okay. All right. Yeah, Morgan Freeman's gonna win. Like, of course. You get you get like bonus money if yours wins. Okay. I think I don't know how this game works. It's a Jackbox game. It's weird. Yeah. Fibbage is the best though. They were playing Fibbage earlier. Sorry, we missed out on that. Yeah, so you get a thousand if yours wins. Oh wow. It's like a bonus. I still won, right? No? No. Oh, oh wow. no, I'm still I'm still winning. Yeah. He's get Bye. I'm third? Triple line bracket. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh, this bracket will change it around. Okay. Any small object. Any small object. Did I say dad boy again? Uganda Knuckles. <laughs> are, you sad? are you sad you, su <laughs> you submitted your answer already? <laughs> you could have picked that. I could have. All, all the answers I are memes. I could have picked Uganda Knuckles. Uh, uh, load again as an ad. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay. Best item to have an oversized novelty version of to prove that you're hilarious? Wait, what? what? Oh, no. Okay, I get it. Okay. It's a small object that's a that becomes arch. Yeah. I mean, Uganda Knuckles. 
I do still have that knuckles in my car. <laughs> nice. A pen cap and an earring. A giant earring. That would prove that you're hilarious. I think pen cap. Whoa. You can change your vote? I didn't. Maybe. How? I don't know. I I've can't. Been, I'm playing on my phone, and it's just like, it's like, nope, this is your vote now. Weird. Children's tears. Or a gumball. I gotta, I gotta go with a... <laughs> I'm glad someone voted for it. Children's Tears was yours, wasn't it? Yep. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you like this? No one knows! Ooh. Yeah, probably key. A battery. a battery because in the Buzz Lightyear animated movie, what powered... Uh, Emperor's evil super weapon was a giant battery, and they put it in backwards. That's the only reason I picked battery. That's... Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the only one I've lost. Yeah. Mine's next. Um, Mine's next. Mine's next. <laughs> that limp. <laughs> <laughs> what in the world is Lucy? I don't know who Lucy is or what it is. Oh, Lucy's the dog. It's her dog. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we have seven people playing now? Someone joined? No, somebody's in the audience. It says there's one person in the audience. It said seven, seven people play. I don't know. Best thing to give a child is replacement for their blankie, that little boy. Oh, okay, so you vote on your, you, so your prediction. Yeah, the prediction table is you, you predict on your bracket. So you can predict if you win or if somebody else wins. Yep. I'm gonna win this one again. I'm gonna beat Battery. I'm gonna say Gumball, cause like you can, cause you can like eat it and then like spit the yeah. gum out, and then it's like. Ch I mean, children like Gumballs. They're they're shiny. They're shiny. I hope not. Yeah, it's like shiny candy. It's how, shiny. How it... What what Gumball have you ever eaten? The shiny. All of them? Really? Yes. That's strange. I don't mean like covered in glitter. <laughs> I just mean like there's a nice sheen I, for the I, coating. I, okay, that no, that makes sense. Is that little boy a plushie? Yes. It's in a plushie stapler. I'm gonna crush this game. 
It's like you crushed the last game. Yeah. In a pinch, the best substitute for a toothbrush. A gumball or that little boy? Honestly, that little boy. Yes, you do. Don't lie. Oh! oh no, oh. it's I. Oh. No! Ah. I gotta tap. Tap like a demon. I got this. I got this. I got this. Oh, oh no! no! How? How did the gumball win? I don't know. I I I think she was too low uh, to win them. Oh no! I came in second. Burr beat you. I think she's done the frame. Oh, she's still playing. She was talking to somebody who was a subscriber. Although, we're done with this. How do I get back? Oh, there you are. I was disconnected. Get disconnected. All right. Now to resume your regularly scheduled Dr. Zisha. What are we going to talk about today, Jacob? Civic, Do Civic Doodles is the next game they're playing. Links. What is Civic Doodles? Uh, I think you just draw. That seems hard on a phone. It, it, it's like computer. everyone draws a picture together. I thought that was, uh, I thought it was called something else. Well, it reminds me of, uh, the game, game, uh, not game. What? There's a, there's a different game where you draw, Drawful, that's what it's called. Drawful, yeah. Um, it reminds me of that game, um, where, like, you write a sentence, and then you fold it over, and then someone draws a picture of... Or, like, you write a sentence, and someone draws a picture of that sentence, and then you fold over the sentence, and then the next person has to write a sentence based on your picture. Oh, and then, like, the most... Like, yeah. Oh, okay, I sort of see. I sort of get it. Yeah. I forget what that... I forget what that game's called, but it's a very fun party it's game. It's not Pictionary. Pictionary is different. Is Speaking of Pictionary, Pictionary is a board game. Yeah. Theming. Speaking. Sorry, I forgot. I I, did, I was doing that, and I held my hands like that for a minute, and then I was like, "Wait, they're not on camera." <laughs> Theme. Ah. That's better. It looks like you're trying to scare someone. Ah. Boogie boogie. Theming. So, uh, see if you can riddle me this, Batman. Um, why is it that all of the barber shops out here? Because I was like researching like where to get my haircut because we're having our engagement pictures tomorrow, even though we're uh -huh. already married and we're gonna get married again. You're going to be wet. Figure that out. Yeah, yeah there you go. Now you're gonna that, be wet. That makes sense actually. I'll have to I'll have to let her know. That's a good one. Um, but anyway, so tell me why all of the barber shops out here only take cash.
they used their scissors to cut up all the cards? I, I mean, maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I was don't hoping know. You could come up with a better answer than I could. I've I never. Can't come up with an answer, but that's a good one. I honestly don't know. I've uh, I've never encountered that. Uh, and not even it. It's not even just cash for only tips. It's just cash, like for everything. Like they don't accept cards, which is weird. That is really weird. And we were at my parents' house last weekend, near where my barber is. So I should have gotten my haircut down there, but. Like a fool, I didn't. Because we were playing D&D, and it was great because our Dragonborn decided that he was going to kick the entire party into the, through a door and into the room that these bone minotaurs were in. Okay, hold on. So, I'll set the stage. They were in the sewers. There, the stage has been set. So they're well, okay. So they're in the sewers, and they're in this narrow hallway that only one of them can move at at a time at through. A time. Okay. So our rogue was in front, and because he was like investigating as they were like moving slowly, the rogue was in front. I'll say our rogue, the rogue, the rogue was in front, and he comes up onto this door, and they realize they found out that the door isn't trapped, but our rogue rolled a natural. The rogue. Ugh. The rogue rolled a natural 20 to investigate, and so, like, he found out where everything was in the room. Like, there's two bone minotaurs, like, they're guarding this chest. Uh, the chest turned out to be a mimic, and that's a whole other story. Because the dragonborn was like, I'm gonna open the chest, and, like, opened it, and it, like, latched onto his arm. Our monk had a great idea to use a sickle to cut it off of him. But anyway, the wizard Acid. didn't care. Just set the bolt on fire. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so... Our Dragonborn's, like, really... A, the Dragonborn. Yeah, I keep doing that. Dragonborn's really upset with the Rogue. Like, for, you know, personal whatever reasons. Like, that weren't game-related, unfortunately. That weren't character-related. Oh, so no. he's like... So he's like, I kick Kevin. Kevin's the... the he's playing the Rogue. It's like, I kick Kevin through the door. And Kevin's like, sure! Like, that seems fine. And so... That worked so well because the Dragonborn rolled a 20 to succeed. Kevin rolled high enough, the rogue rolled high enough on his constitution save, so he didn't take any damage. And then his dex roll ended up with the modifier being like 25 to land. So he landed like directly on top of um, the Minotaur and damaged it and then cloaked immediately. And so, then the Dragonborn was like, okay, and our wizard who was right behind, the wizard who was right behind him was like, alright, move out of the way, like, I'm gonna go in. So, like, you go in. And he was like, no, no, no. And he's like, I pick up the wizard. And so he just started flinging the rest of the party, like, into the room. So he had to make a strength roll, which he passed every time. And every member of the party had to make a constitution save so that they didn't get damaged by the dragonborn grabbing them with his massive strength. And so the, and then they also had to make a dex save so that um, they didn't uh, they didn't hurt when they fell. So the only people that failed their dex saves was the tiefling wizard failed his dex save and he took two damage when he landed. And the orc fighter, the half orc fighter failed his constitution save. So he took six damage when the Dragonborn grabbed him. 
uh, our bard refused to be thrown into the room and just stood outside and cloak of daggers cloak of daggered cloak of daggers mm-hmm. he cast cloak of daggers she cast cloak of daggers on one of the minotaurs and then our wizard cast cloak of daggers on the minotaur and then the dragonborn decided to enter the room and crush it with a hammer but then they didn't like they investigated the chest and if you know anything about mimics in D&D if you investigate a mimic and even if you critically succeed it's just like it just looks like whatever thing it is you have to detect magic and you have to succeed on a detect magic so both of the rogues investigated the chest one of them critically succeeded and i was like it's just a wooden chest and the dragon war was like i go and open it and i was like make a constitution save and the whole party was like what <laughs> and our wizard who's like the most seasoned D player was like oh shit it's a mimic and i was like yep get fucked so then everybody was like beating the crap out of the dragonborn the wizard cast him uh set him on fire with a firebolt he's like was like it's your fault like the mimics attached to you just set it on fire it was unfortunate because I was I was almost sure that if anybody was gonna say uh, was gonna make the grapple saving throw to get the mimic off of them, it was it would have been the dragonborn, but he failed. He got like a three or something. Like he failed really bad. Well, but anyway, the latest the latest adventures of the party. So when in doubt, kick people through doors. Oh man, and then throw them through doors. Yeah, I, I was like, okay, he's gonna kick the rogue through the door, and then, like, he's just gonna enter the fight. And he was like, no, I'm the tank, but I'm gonna stay out of this one and just throw people into the room. Like, whatever. <laughs> what? But anyway, What's uh... What's the Dragonborn class? Uh, Paladin. Dark Paladin. So he's not even a nice Paladin. He's like, I get healing spells next level, and I'm like, no, you don't. He's like, but I'm a paladin. I'm like, you worship death. Healing spells? What do you think this is? Heroes of Might and Magic? Anyway. So, what are we actually talking about? On on word. theme. We're still, D&D is still on theme, right? Word, word game cafes? Kind of. To a degree, uh, unless so, I'm wrong. So here's a question, to to sort of like split this up. Are are LGSs that have, what does an LGS also have to be, to be a board game cafe? Hmm. Um. I mean. You definitely want, like, sufficient... Well, okay, so I I will state this, though. For a lot of LGSs support um, specific games. And I think that's the... I think that's the the defining characteristic, like... Specifically, like, a board game? Yeah, a lot of LGSs have, like... Or whatever, like... You know, like... Magic the Gathering events, like card game tournaments, etc. Not that not that board game cafes can't have that, but LGSs have in the past typically been hubs for those specific games. 
uh, and like miniatures games as well. Those have kind okay. of been. Okay, hold on. So I'm gonna time out. Okay, so RLGS, yours and mine, back back home for you, and now much further south than I'd like for me. Um, but I still visit, you know, kind of as much as possible. So, were they doing X-Wing when you were still there? Yeah. Okay, so X-Wing is really big now. It has two whole nights a week. Um, and Warhammer got really big at the store. Even though there's a games workshop, like, right on the other side of the city. Uh, Warhammer got really big at that store. And so that has an event in the afternoon one of the days. So they do focus on magic and they have a lot more a lot more pokemon stock but they have they have those events they have the x-wing and warhammer events and they also have an entire um bookshelf dedicated to um store owned games that you can play while yes. you're in the store mm -hmm. i don't know if they had that when you were there um no, I think it was like a, I think it was like a couple games, but yeah, now, it's like, now it's like a whole, yeah, it's like a whole shelf now. Okay. And some of them are like the more complicated games. Like there's a copy of Twilight Imperium, uh, and there's like Betrayal, House on the Hill with both the expansions. I just got really into Terraforming Mars. I've heard of that game. I've not played it. It's really fun. Okay. So well, so there's that, and then. Um, the Italian del I'm trying to think of the name of it. Bazelli's is like right next door. Mm -hmm. And that's like they stay in business because of the LGS. Yep. Like their prices are really good. They're open like reasonably late. They're not open till like one o'clock in the morning, but they're open like late enough so that everybody can get dinner. And they'll yep. they do delivery and they have like a delivery fee if they deliver, but they'll just bring your food over, like because it's next door like, without a delivery fee or whatever, and people tip them, like, anyway. And so, like, so it's not the LGS that has food, like, they have snacks and drinks there, but, mm -hmm. like, with the with the combination of Bazelli's being right next door, I feel like you could argue that places like, they'll just, to avoid saying LGS a hundred times, it's, the, the store's called Curio Cavern, so we call it Curio. Uh, not sponsored. Unless you want to. Um, no, so, so Curio, like, by that definition, you could argue that it's a board game cafe, maybe? Yeah. It's, I guess, the, the rise, because there have been local game stores around for long periods of time. Um, I think the, I think the, maybe the term board game cafe is just newer like people have people have known about game stores for a while and everything but with the the rise of board games as a as a thing that just more people are into and with the more variety instead of thinking board games as oh your family monopoly I think I know. I think I know where you're where where you're trying to skirt around the issue. And I was going to point out a disclaimer, as like we don't want to. We don't like. We're not trying to gatekeep here. But I feel like board game cafe is the like 
trendy, popular, like, title for an LGS. Yeah. Like, I want to I, I wanna say that without, like, trying to gatekeep and, like, it's not, you're, I'm not saying you're, like, not a real nerd if you, like, don't play, like, Twilight Imperium or Magic or, like, go to your LGS. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that at all. But I think we're both, like, sort of, it, it sounded to me like you were skirting around that issue, and that was something I wanted to point out, was that, well, like, board game, like, I've heard people talk about a board game cafe, and there's this place near me, um, Victory, it, uh, they moved I've, recently, I've they're on back, um, but Victory, like, the comic shop, um, is an LGS, and I've heard people be like, oh, yeah, like, I went to this board game cafe. And, like, me, like, out of interest, I'm like, oh, where would you go? And they were like, oh, I went to Victory Comics. And I'm like, that's an LGS, but okay. Like, sure. Like, to myself. Really, though, LGS is a term that is really popular in the magic community because of people wanting to... And so, like, if you're not in, if you're not in the trading card game community in, in any of them... Uh, you're probably not going to even know what the term LGS means. Uh, because Have we said what the term means on the show? I know we've said it. We we've said now, LGS a lot. LGS, local game store. Uh, okay. But I think people don't know that because there's this fight against... Um, there's this fight against like Walmart and Target and other places uh, selling cards or people buying from them because people want to support these hubs where people can go and play together and, and so most most lgs is almost like basically every single lgs I'll, I'll just say this out of ignorance every single lgs except games workshop is like like family owned like you know oh, yeah. the guy that owns it because he's there because he works there like and you see him all the time yeah. I like I can't I can't think of a single LGS that I've ever been to, heard of, or known like even like sort of neb nebulously known about that isn't like family owned. Uh, Not like family I, owned, but like owned Dragon. by someone like a singular person. Huh? Uh there's a place out here called Dragon's Keep that has a lot of locations. And so I don't know if it is family-owned. I think I've heard of that because you told me about it. They have, they have sort of rotating staff as well, um, in that I haven't, I haven't known people who've worked there for, like, really long periods of time. Okay. They also sometimes will, like, rotate people through their different stores, so even if you've been working for them for a long time, sometimes you're not always at the same store. Okay, so they're, so they're a chain. I mean, like, they could be family-owned. They could be. Maybe, but... Not in the sense, not at, well, okay, so not in the sense that somewhere like Curio is, where, like, you know the owner, like, I'm not gonna say his name, because, like, yeah. I don't wanna, like, call him out or whatever, but, like, like, you, if you saw him, you'd be like, oh, hey, like, you know, what's up, like. Yeah. So, but, yeah, but so, like, I, LGS are, you wanna, you, you don't buy from, like, Target or Walmart or whatever, because they're corporations and they, you know, own... Just they just have massive amounts of wealth that they can pour into like, say there's like a Walmart in like Nebraska or whatever, and there's like not an LGS. So like everybody in Nebraska like gets their cards from. I'm just trying to think of a state that's like not densely populated. 
Yeah. It's like everybody in Nebraska gets their cards from Walmart. Like, sure. But, like, around here in the DMV area, and even out there, like, in Utah, like, mm. there's tons of LGSs. And so, like, regardless, like, you sort of, like, have your home one that you always go to, and, like, that's, like, that's your place. And you, like, go to other ones sometimes, but, like, there's the home one that's, like, that's the spot. You want to support, like, the sometimes the products might be a little bit more, or sometimes they're a little bit less, you know, it, it sort of depends. But, like, you want to support that, that place, and you want to, like, not only, like, physically support it by, like, being there and participating in events, but, like, you want to, like, put money into it like you want to monetarily support it because like you you know like that's like anything else like that's your hobby like if the store wasn't there like would you still play magic or you know would you know these people like i've magic tattoo uh, trying to like yeah and today's actually my one year with this uh showed up on my instagram story fun fact um but like i have a magic the, the reason I have a magic tattoo is because of all the people, and I mean, I guess I have you to thank for this, because I wouldn't be into magic if it weren't for you, like, but all the people I know, and all the friends I've made, and all, like, like, all of that because of magic. Like, without magic, I wouldn't, like, there are tons of people that I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be playing, I wouldn't be running a D&D campaign right now, because I met all those people through magic. Like, I wouldn't know anybody from Curio. Like, mm. I mean, of course. Sorry, I just, like, went off there for a while. Like, got real deep for a minute, but. You're fine. Uh, speaking of board game cafes and Magic, though, the local, so we have Dragon's Keep here in Provo, which is the, has been the local game store for a while, and then we got this board game cafe uh, that came Is it up. the one that we almost went to? This uh, I don't know. The it's ice cream good. deli yeah. place? Yeah, it's called Good Move Cafe. Um, yeah, okay, we were gonna go there, and then uh, we didn't, because there was wedding stuff happening. Yeah, no time. Uh, <laughs> but they they have a massive selection of war games, like, more than anywhere I've seen uh, as a single oh, store. Man, like, about, do you think? Just out of curiosity. Like, 300? Well, they have, like, 12-plus bookcases that are just oh. full. Wow. Just the walls lined. Like... <laughs> and they've got they've got everything. Uh, I mean, they... Well, not everything, but, like, they've got a ton. Uh, but I saw signs in there, and they started hosting magic events, which kind of concerned me. It, it admittedly, like, there's some... There's some some people are critical of Dragon's Keep selection because it has comics and kind of board game space. Um, and their comic selection is amazing. Uh, but they don't, always have, they don't always have the greatest board game selection. Um, so they feel like the comics like take away from it? Yeah, at least that's kind of how I feel. Uh, you know, whereas Goodman Cafe, which has been focusing like exclusively on board games, I think has done better in in that sense hmm. but it, it did concern me a little bit because i was like okay you know i i do like good move cafe but if it 
you know, if it is turning into, like, if it becomes, if it if it ends up draining business away from Dragon's Keep, I'm kind. There's this wonder of like, is that is this going to be good or bad for the community? Because um, they were having things like, come if you're if you've never played Magic before, we'll give you three free packs, uh, build a thirty card deck, and we'll teach you how to play. Wow. Like, yeah, crazy. And like ten dollar drafts, but I think it's only ten dollars because I don't think they have prize support. But it's like ten dollars to, and because drafts are normally like twelve to fifteen. Normally, yeah, they're normally fifteen usually because yeah. it's the price of the three packs. Well, yeah, it's the price of the three packs plus usually you get a, a pack just for playing, like at the end. That's at least there's in most places I've been to. If if there is a pack that you win, like a, the they call it the the pity pack. Um, oh if, yeah, yeah. If you lose all your matches. Um, then again, Claire and I, uh, we did the Hour of Devastation pre-release because it was two-headed giant pre-release. Um, and I built, I built just for fun. Uh, she built Demir, uh, cycling, and I built yeah. white black uh, zombies. And we ended up, we went. There was there were it was three rounds, and we lost the first two, but the and the the people we were going to play against ended up being the top seed. But they had to, like, leave or something. They they were, like, in a hurry, and they had heard about, like, what decks we were playing. Because I think Claire was, like, talking to them, like, before the drafts, like, before the game started. And so yeah. they were like, oh, like, our decks can't win against, like, those decks. And so they, uh, they cut a deal, and they were like, we'll split, like, first prize for you if you concede us. And we were like, okay. So we ended up going 0-3, but we ended up with 6 packs, because first prize was 12 packs. So, okay. And that's also, I drew I drew some Mythic Rare in that pack. I'm trying to think. Uh, it was one of the... Oh, it was um, Bantu. I got my Bantu, Bantu from that pack. Now the question... Oh no! Oh no! It's the storm. So there's like a really bad storm here. So my internet is like, I guess, fluctuating. So I don't know what will happen in the record. I'm bad by myself. I can't do this. Don't leave me. Hello? I can cut it later, I guess. Oh, no, I can cut that out later in the recording. There's a bad someone, storm here. Someone called me. Oh, how dare they? Then I'm not going to cut it, it out. And it, and it put the Skype on hold. I'm going to call them out. It was a random number, so I think it was, like, something dumb, like a telemarketer. It could have been the FBI. You don't know. Because I was thinking, like, if if someone just cut it, like, if someone was cutting a deal, like, every week, just to make the tournaments really short. Well, it didn't make the rest of the tournament shorter, because people were still, like, vying for, like, second and third place, like. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. There's also that eight-year-old that comes to standard like every week and like wrecks people it's terrifying she started coming when she was six and she was like like destroying people i was oh, like man. this is another reason i'm not in standard because it's horrifying this like small child she's like she's like destroying people like it's scary people were like oh like who helped you build that deck and she's like i built it and i was like oh shit like, oh my god 
Oh and her God. dad plays too, and her dad's like, yeah, she routinely beats me. Like, like no sarcasm at all. He's like, yeah, she has her own like card collection, and like, she refuses to trade for me some of her stuff. I'm like, wow, that's savage. Like, you're six year old, now eight years old is like a card kingpin, like unto herself. <laughs> How do you? How does that make you feel? It's your fault. You taught her to play. Anyway, I'm I mean, like, there's right. that there's that little girl who goes to like mythic championships. Danica Fisher. She made day two. The youngest player ever to make day two in uh, the Grand Prix. Is that who you're talking about? She dressed up as Nissa. Yeah. yeah. Yep. If you don't know who it is, look well, up uh, Danica Fisher on the internet. And it's not weird because she's a celebrity, kind of, in the nerd community. Some people are like, oh, that's weird. You're looking up children. Like, no. Like, she has her own, uh, she has her own Twitter. I guess, like, somebody ma must manage it for her because you have to be 13, like, to sign up for a Twitter okay. account. So her dad, like, or somebody probably manages it. But, like, yeah, she has her own Twitter. <laughs> she's just crazy. She's also really good. Yes. Oh, like, she's crazy good. Her elf decks are, are, like, what? Like, what is happening? I don't know. I, I would never want to play her. If I, like, happened to make a Grand Prix and I, like, ran into her, I'd be like, I can see. Judge. Like, I'm out. No way. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm more than twice her age, and I would I would get crushed. For well, absolutely I, I don't know what for. Does she play modern? She plays. I know she plays like standard. I think she also plays modern. I don't yeah, know. I mean, like, she must. Can get she must play like, kind of She must play kind of everything. I know she doesn't play vintage, so she must play. She must have a standard, modern, and legacy deck, because the Grand Prix is only standard. There's like modern and legacy events. But like the yeah, like the finals and like it matters if you make day two, like it's, it's standard. But she must have a modern and a legacy deck because some of the some of the really good elves rotated out and are now only legacy or commander legal. Mm -hmm. This is becoming a Magic the Gathering episode again. Brenna's gonna have our head for this, like. Sorry, Brenna. Well, I guess the kind of back to your like the the difference between a board game cafe and an LG, I think, is terminology. Like, it, it's weird to me to have someone describe a comic book store as as, an, as a board game cafe. That feels... Okay. That doesn't feel quite right to me. Okay. So is Dragon's Keep a comics store, or is it an LGS? I mean, it's like... A little bit of both. They actually have a separate register for the comics. It's like in a separate, like the they're connected, but it's in the back room. It's in a section sectioned off part of the store. No, it's like they have two full stores, and one side is comics, and the other side is like the local game store. There's a place like that here that just opened their third store called Records and Rarities. Okay, um, and they sell records like vinyl records and they also sell 
like video games, like anything from like it just came out to like old like Game Boy, like original Game Boy, like Sega Genesis, right. like Super Nintendo. I haven't seen an Atari in there. Um but I mean probably like if they had one they would sell it. Um and so it's like all of that stuff in between. And then there's like a in all the stores there's like a separate section of the store that sells comics and action like action figures like collectible action mm -hmm. figures and um skateboard decks of all things uh just the decks though not like the trucks or the wheels or okay. just the huh. deck um i guess people collect them and like you know like their art uh cuz yeah. some of them are painted like and they're so cool um but yeah all the stores are split like kind of in half like the front half of the store is all their records i'm sorry am i boring you No, I'm just making fun of you. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> you make a noise while you yawn. You just be that guy. Make that noise that my sister makes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the the store is like cut in half, like sandwich way. What's what's the fold? Hamburger way. Yeah. So, like, the stores are always, like, the rectangular, like, kind of, like, depth, in terms of depth. And then, like, once you get halfway through the store, you're entering, like, the comics and skateboarding and action figure part of the store. You... I'm surprised you use this to describe <clears throat> the division. Because... Well, you know, like, that, to me, is... is well, this makes is... me think that it has a second story. Like, the, like uh, it's divided bottom to top. Well, then I would like... do this, like... No, like, up-down. Like, but it's yeah, not up down. It's not through the middle of the store like that. It's because I'm looking at your your video and your video is vertical because you're on the phone. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is like the top half and the bottom half, or the the front half and the back half. This would be like the like left this? half, and the right half. Forward, forward, backward, left, right. Up. Is this a tangent? Like, <laughs> no, the, no. Wait one second. <laughs> one second. Oh, uh, no, I need a... I need a shirt. That shirt's great. It is a great shirt. Okay, no. This is a tangent. <laughs> I like how you had to set your phone down and, like, put it at a specific... I needed both hands! So you could make a pun. I needed both hands. Like you had to use your hands to make a pun. Yep. How far is too far? Uh, it's never too far. Oh, I have a joke for you. I think that I haven't told you. Pretty sure I haven't told you yet. I'm gonna set you on fire. <laughs> okay, okay. So I already know that this joke is really bad people on fire. because of how you're excited, how excited you are about speaking it. Speaking of setting people on fire, though, why do mobsters often need cochlear implants? That's like the eye thing, right? No, it's the the ear thing. The ear thing. Uh, why do they often? <sighs> I don't know why. Because of all the racket hearing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what? Why are you like this? Question for the ages.
Also, why was that setting people, like, speaking of setting people on I fire? I think like, the mob. Like, what literally. mob sets people on fire? I mean, the Russians, no. but, like, re really, what mob sets people Yakuza. on fire? The Yakuza. No, they don't. Sure they do. I yeah, mean, maybe on accident. <laughs> Never mind. I know too much about organized crime. Um, moving on, uh, back to the topic at hand, which was not about organized crime. Unless your LGS is a front. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, yes. Oh, you know that you know that barbershop that's by the Wendy's? That's like the barbershop on one yes. side and the cleaners on the other? Mm -hmm. And my, remember how my mom was always like, oh, this place is a front, like something shady is going on in there? D what? She was right. It oh got closed down. Yes. It got closed down because they were dealing drugs. Wow. Yup. All their boxes of detergent were actually full of cocaine. I mean, who knows? Whoever bought detergent from them, I guess. But yeah, actual factual. And then another barbershop moved in there, so... I mean, you could do, like, a line really easy on, like, a, a comb. Like, maybe that's why. Do you know anything about doing drugs? <laughs> I know... There's words or things, um, or you could like put one on like a like a barber's like razor, like one of okay. the like neck razors. Okay. Have you ever like... seen anyone in real life do a line of cocaine? Because I know that you haven't, so I won't ask if you have. Yeah, not not in real life, only in okay. only on speeches. So, so in I know you have like a little thing and you like pour it out onto it. And you, like... Okay, so in this in this instance. I know more than you do about this because I have actually seen people in real life do lines of cocaine. And now I'm going to stop talking before the FBI shuts our channel down for promoting drugs. Don't do drugs. We're not promoting them. We're just talking. Don't give about them. I mean, yeah, that's true. If we were monetized, this this entire show is a reason why we would get demonetized. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't do drugs. Don't give in to peer pressure. Although not giving in to peer pressure is giving in to peer pressure about not giving in to peer pressure. So it's like uh, there are no absolutes is an absolute. Holy shit, you're right. Correct. I say that at wildly inappropriate times now. Remember how we were talking about this like ten episodes <laughs> yeah, yeah. ago about like menial things like yeah. Claire like dropped her keys when she was opening the door or whatever. So I heard about and we're not gonna like get political about it, but I heard about Jeffrey Epstein, mm -hmm. like what happened to him in prison, and like to myself, like under my breath, I was like, get wrecked. Which is horrible. But, like, that was my first thought, and, I, and then I stopped, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> I was like, this is getting bad. I gotta stop. Yeah. I can't stop! It's like that My Strange Addiction, where the guy's addicted to dabbing. 
That's an actual that's an, episode? No, it's not an actual episode. It's like one of the joke episodes they did. Oh. Oh, man. But anyway. That would, that would be amazing. You should look it up. It's hilarious. Point. LGS. Board game store. So, so does a board... What does a board game store, like, do for the community? Like, because that was... I know that was something we were going to talk about. And we're, like, definitely running out of time because we've tangented for the past, like, 30 minutes. But point. Yeah. I think with... So, and more specifically, the term, like, board game cafe, I think just using the word cafe is what... Like, like a board... Just calling it a board game store, people are like, okay, store, board games, whatever. Or like, a board game cafe, they're like, ooh, classy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, can I sit here and, like, drink my, my mocha latte while I <laughs> take over everyone from Australia and risk? <laughs> no. Um, about like, the Ukraine. Do they, have, do they have chai tea? I I've built the perfect engine in Dominion. <laughs> Are those things related? Is that a joke? Uh, I'm just I'm just saying oh. like the term cafe is like pretty pretty associated with you know like a a place where you sit down for a while and just kind of kind of relax and like read the newspaper, enjoy a light meal. Like that's kind of the connotation of a, a cafe. In um, America, point. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, cafe literally means coffee in other languages. Um, so, um, I think the cafe, whole deal... I think, makes it sound trendier. Yes. And but... at the very least, out here in Provo, where there's a really big dating culture, um, there's a lot of people go to the recently opened board game cafe, Good Move Cafe, uh, a to lot. Make, for, to make the good moves. Yeah, for, you know, <laughs> they, they go there for dates and, and group activities and stuff. Um, and I think, lo- I think the fact that local game stores um, I think people search out local game stores a lot for specific nerdy niche things that they're already into, and not everyone knows about the the fact that they do have board games okay. for you to try out and rent and purchase. And not um, all of them do. Yeah, the, the a lot of the ones I've been to do have those features, but uh, specifically uh, Dragon's Keep and game grid um in lehigh utah um and i love game grid it's um, it's a really good store uh they have all of their magic stock uh like organized and so you can search it by like on database uh at the store so they know oh yeah there's a place there's a really big place that's closer to where i am now um that has that yeah there's just there's so many places that only have the rare binders and then the big crazy things with commons. Yeah. But they have all of their all of their inventory organized and it's That's gotta be a pain in the ass to keep track of. Maybe. But they're they've got a good system, however it works, and all their employees seem really happy to work there. Not in a creepy way, but like they they don't they don't seem like they're working at this place and it's a drag. They're like like I love working here. It's awesome. Hmm. Okay. 
<clears throat> yeah, I didn't even like I didn't even think about the dating culture thing until you mentioned it. And like now that you mention it, that's probably why there are so many of those places like sort of popping up. Yeah, out there. Yeah, in certain I guess for I guess for some cultures it it's like it's like the new like pop up bar kind of thing like mm-hmm. maybe like instead of pop up bars we'll see like pop up board game cafes. When you say no. pop up, you mean like it exists as a business model for a short time and then disappears? Yeah. So like there was a there's a pop up bar in like somebody owns this area in D.C. or this like you know place where a bar is in D.C. And, like, they rent it out to places, like, for a month or a week or whatever. So, like, one month it was, like, Super Mario-themed, and then another month it was, like, Harry Potter-themed, yeah. and there's, like, a new theme every month. Gotcha. But it's, like, a different business every month. Like, there's different people, like, all the time. So, like, that as, like, a business model, the pop-up kind of store. I think, like, a board game, like, a pop-up board game store wouldn't really work, though, because some board games are, like, really intense. Like, I mean, even Risk is, like, I see as, like, a much less intense game. But that's because I'm into games like Twilight Imperium and Eclipse and, like, long-haul games. Like, you were in it. <laughs> D&D is the longest-haul game. Oh, well, yeah, for sure. There's that group of D&D players that have been playing for, like, 37 years or something. Their characters are all probably, like, level a billion. I'd hate to run that game, man. Imagine being the DM for that game. Yeah, the question is, do you start off with new characters that are introduced in the same world? Because once you get level 20, like, that's kind of... Like, that's, that's it, most of the time. I'm, you have letting to have my, I'm letting my characters, like, multi-class and dual-class. Oh, so, that so I you could be, like, a level, level 20 wizard, and then you keep going, and, like, go up. So, like, you're still, like, level 20, but then you start off sort of, like, the dual class where you're, like, not how it was implemented in Rift, because that was garbage, um, but where you're, like, level 20, like, wizard, and then you're, like, a level 3, like, rogue or something, like. Okay, that makes sense. But I'm also letting them prestige class, so, like, our rogue really wants to be a spy. I... I just thought of an interesting system. You you could do like um the you know the Avatar state from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Of course. So what if you had a thing where just... if you had a really really long campaign where the characters died and then were reincarnated as level one characters, but they could enter like an Avatar state kind of thing where they had access to all of their levels from the previous campaign Ooh. for like short bursts of time. To like overcome, you know, like really crazy obstacles. That's very interesting. I will definitely have to put that on the back burner for like way in advance because yeah, not next not next weekend because something's going on. But the weekend after that, uh, I think is going to be our next meeting. Uh, Depends on how long our Dragonborn and our Rogue are on vacation. Um, they're like a thing. I think they're going on vacation. Um. And they're not mad at each other? I thought they were mad at each other. What's happening? No, we have two rogues. One oh, of the rogues... Okay. The rogue that got kicked through the door uh, quit. Uh, well... Were they the one that... Were they the one drama. that had all the mushrooms? Yes, same rogue. Okay. Uh, that makes there's drama. Don't want to talk about it on stream. Or on yeah. record. On stream. Um, point. Uh, the, 
the session, the next session, when we have the next session, uh, they're going to fight um, the last boss of that, of, like, chapter one. Okay. <clears throat> well, because, like, I mean, a couple episodes ago, I talked about, like, you know, starting the story or whatever. And, uh, Vampire Lord? Yes. Okay. I'll have to tell you about what happens after it happens, because I know, yeah. I know for sure that our wizard listens. So I don't want to give away any plot details. Yeah. Um, but I, I know I mentioned before, like, this is a fantasy story that I've been writing for, like, six years. And decided to adopt it into a D&D campaign. Um, so, like, after that, there's still, like, lots of stuff, like, to do. Like, lots of things are happening. Uh, yeah, so this is just chapter one. So they'll finish uh, chapter one next session. Hopefully... Or they will all die. Um, but hopefully they'll finish chapter one. And I think they're all like level five-ish. They're like around level five or something. Yeah. I don't keep track of that. That's not my job. It's my job to hurt them. Emotionally. I mean, kind of. Anyway. Let's, let us, let us wrap up let us wrap. Do you have final thoughts? Uh, lettuce wraps aren't great. About the show, Jacob, not about lettuce wraps. That would clever <laughs> play on words. <laughs> and once you explain the joke, it's no uh, longer I, funny. It's not really a final thought so much as a final question. Um, is... Why, know, like in, this? In, Why are you like this? Opinion, is there is there a need for more board game board game cafes that are more open to kind of public interest? Is that the, yeah. hmm? board game cafes? They're board games, but they're all they all involve legs in some way. They involve what? Legs in some way. Stop that. Why why legs? Because gams. It's a, like an old old timey like slang for legs. I didn't know. Reminds me of my million dollar idea for Instagram. It's like Instagram, but it's just pictures of legs. Ha <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that's actually funny. Well you said before My joke was amazing was, and you know it. Not funny. Why you should tell you... it to Claire. Tell it to Claire and she'll love it. Claire. <laughs> why do mobsters have... How's it said? Cochlear? Cochlear. Cochlear, Cochlear implants. Cochlear implants. We are still on the show, so you get to be on the show to answer this. You know what those are, right? Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't... It's a Jacob joke. Why? Because of all the racket earring. <laughs> See? She does she doesn't even think it's funny. It's so, a great joke. You're gonna racket all the time, your ears are gonna be bad. It's hard to understand it for it to be funny. Did you hear that? No, I didn't. You have to work too hard to understand it for it to be funny. See, Instagram you is funny. You, okay, okay. Okay, okay. Who, ask, knows, ask who the knows the term gam? 
Yours was like real old timey. Okay, ask the audience. Cochlear implants is something that people know which about joke nowadays. Is funnier? Vote now in the comments. Which joke is funnier? No one They're asked your opinion, niche. Claire. They're both niche. You can... <laughs> Vote. Whose joke is funnier? The total is zero votes on both ends. Yeah. No, I don't. Patches oh, Patches Bowtie came? Put it on him. Put it on him so he can he can be our send out. Well, his sign came, but I didn't know that his bow tie also came. Patches bow tie is here. Claire's gonna put it on him, and then he's gonna be on the show. You're so excited. I'm so hyped for him to be in the pictures. Not for like Claire and I to have our like engagement photos, but for Patch to be in them. <laughs> Speaking of Instagram, though, uh, we, me and my friend Brett, who's at the wedding. Uh, we were talking about, like, so there's a term, like, yeah. in, and we were thinking of the opposite of that, so, like, there's, like, in or, like, like internal versus external, so we were, like, what if there was, what if there was something called extagram, and we were, and then we were thinking, like, what if it was a Pokemon that was, like, a ghost grass type? Why was, like, like, it was a dead ram. Extagram. That's what you were thinking. It's what? not a joke. There's just a lot. There's a lot going on. Okay. Anyway. Um, Sounds like so, a book. Anyway. Final thoughts. Uh, go follow our friend on Twitch. I'll link her. I'll link Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, uh, I will link her uh, Twitch channel down below. Uh, go follow her. She's great. Uh, she plays lots of Magic the Gathering, so it's on theme. Um, also, we played Bracketeering in the beginning of the show, so it's still on theme. Uh, let us know whose joke was funnier. It was mine. Um, and let us know... I uh, even knew the term gam. Right, you. Let us know uh, what um, what kind of board game cafes or LGSs uh, are in your area, and which ones you prefer. And now, Patch with a bow tie. Gimme. We're gonna get the most views. He has a bow tie. <laughs> say hi, Patch. Actually, say bye. Adios. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Z Show. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us on Facebook or YouTube at the Dr. Z Show through email at thedrzshow at gmail.com or on Twitter at thedrzshow1, the one like the number. And please leave a review, if possible, on whatever listening platform you use. Thank you.